Hey guys, and welcome to the Freelance Fairy Tales podcast. I'm Alex Fasulo, your host, six figure freelance writer, serial entrepreneur, Fiverr Pro seller, and digital nomad. You've come to the right place if you want to know more about working for yourself online as a freelancer today. I've been freelancing for over six years, and I want to share what I've learned with you. Welcome back to the Freelance Fairy Tales podcast, where we chat all things remote work, freelancing, mindset, and financial freedom. This week, I'm very excited to welcome on my good friend, who I've not met in person yet. We will change that. Freelance writer and top-rated Fiverr freelancer, Amber Meadows. Amber currently offers web copy, product descriptions, blogs, and brand strategy after diving into freelancing in September 2020. Able to leave a job that was making her unhappy and unfulfilled at the time. We will talk about this. Amber is now a champion for mindset development and showing others what's possible if they step outside of their office walls. Hi, Amber. Hi, <laughs> Alex. Thank you so much for having me. And just of doing course. this in general. This, this to me is just the important, I guess, reset. Everybody's talking about a reset yes. lately, but this is the real reset, I think. I think it's, it's yes. really amazing what you're doing. Oh my gosh. You know, I feel very blessed that I'm at a point in my career where I can just have amazing people on my podcast and talk to them. I feel like it's like, I can't believe this is free. I get to talk to great people and I always learn something at the end of every podcast with someone else. So I, I adore it. So thank you for coming on. So I know your story quite well, but for those who do not know it and they're listening right now, they want to know why Fiverr, how Fiverr, how top rated seller. I already know that's what they're thinking. Yeah, so I was a teacher for four years in New York City charter school system where I was miserable. I wasn't miserable at first. At first, everything's always yeah. really great and everything's mm -hmm. really cool and the money was great and I was able to move out of my parents' house and live in Brooklyn and live that you know, New York City dream, I like to call it. Oh, yeah. And everybody wants to hear about it. Everybody loves it. And then it really yeah. was not what it needed to be. And then... Yeah. Unfortunately, but fortunately, the pandemic really gave me the push that I needed to accelerate my move. And I decided to move to North Carolina with no plan, no plan at all. And I, I believe it was July 3rd, if I have the date stub, that I came across one of your TikToks. I, I have a oh screenshot. <laughs> I came oh across it and I think you were just like doing one of these. And it was just, it just all made sense to me. And I was like, you know what? I'm not doing anything. I have my BA in English. Let me see if I could at least yeah. get something, get a little bite, something. So I didn't do $5 because I was like, you know, I have, I have a BA in English. Let's see what happens. Yeah. So I think I did 15, between 15 and $20 is what I started with. And I got yeah. my first client, which was thankfully, it was an amazing, amazing person. Whoever, whoever that is made my day. Left yeah. such a long, beautiful review. It was a great it was just great. And I was like, wow, if I could do this every day, that would make my life so much better. And yeah. the rest is history. I've been able to do it every single day and Amazing. have been able to get off Fiverr clients as well and just mm -hmm. kept growing and growing and decided to apply for pro, got into pro and one year later. That's amazing. So how quickly after you joined in September did you get top rated and pro? Because I know people always want to ask me that when they're like, they're like, oh, you know, it's going to take me three years because it took you three years. I'm like, guys, 
It doesn't have to take you three years. In fact, I have all the information out there, so you don't have to wait three years. Exactly. So I binge-watched your like entire setup between you, Carrie Blogger, who you had on season one. I was like back-to-back. I'm like, you guys are my new co-workers, and we're, we're in this together. And I was binge-watching everything. So I kind of just wrote it out how your tips and her tips really gave me the good push to set up my yeah. Fiverr account in a really successful way. So Mm -hmm. it really was only, I would say, six months until I got top rated and then waited a little bit after I got top rated to apply for pro and I got pro right away. And I've just been adding gigs here and there just from my comfortability. I didn't want to do anything that I wasn't ready yet because I feel like, yeah, I graduated with a BA, but I've only officially been writing for like a year. Yeah, that's amazing. Okay, so like six months, pretty much. You went right into it. I know for top rated, you have to have very, very excellent customer service skills on Fiverr. You can have no unhappy clients. No so unhappy clients. What, what are your tips for keeping all your clients super happy? Because we know, we know some of them are nuts. Some of them are crazy. Some of them are really crazy. And that's a story for many, many. Yeah. I'm sure everybody has a story of a crazy client. But I really oh, yeah. made sure to just give just give. I'm not, I, and I always said, said to myself, yeah. you know what? I'm not doing anything else. This is my new job. Yeah. And I have the opportunity to, you know, go to the grocery store in the middle of the day or like, you know, have, have a yeah. conversation on the phone for like two hours if I want to. So if I'm able to do this, I yeah. could certainly make some time to make a crazy c- client happy. And, you know, I've set really, really strategic responses Fiverr, thankfully, is able to, you know, you could just click a button and I have this one, no. they have this one button that says bad, bad client, where I <laughs> I don't even think about it. I just press the button and it kind of just says like, hi, I'm so sorry, yeah. X, Y, and Z. I'm going to make sure to get this done for you. Smart. Full status so that I'm not putting myself in that position because I could be a little, mm-hmm. you know, the New York in me could really come out and I could be like, oh, you know, like, I really don't like you. But that, yeah. you know, I'm thankful that Fiverr at least gives you a little, a little bit of play where you're able to like kind of have it in the back of your head. And I, yeah. I always make sure that whenever I do have a five-star rating that I'm always thanking them and, you know, letting them know, you know, we, we could work together again. Or like, if you want a bundle deal, I could do that for you. So, and mm-hmm. honestly, I'm excited to see so many people start their own businesses. And I think for me, it's yeah. like, they're, they're so excited. So it makes me excited to kind of like just be part of that. Cause I have so many you know, people who are a single mom and they just quit their job or maybe they just got, you know, fired mm-hmm. because of a, you know, particular mandate or something that people yeah. are just going out there and just taking risks. And I'm thankful to just be part of that. Totally. That was always, that is like my favorite part of it is learning. You, you I almost feel like you get a one up, you like know which industries are hotter than others or what's going to be up and coming i always was like you know this could probably be a business itself like tipping off other people to what industries are hot based on fiverr orders so i totally relate to that and that's that's super amazing and mature of you that you recognize that the freedom it affords you is much more worth it to you than flipping out at a client because i know for me when i first started i wasn't able to equate those yet at 22 you know come on but that's awesome. That that's that's very like mature of you to get to understand that. And I know you you wrote to me like that. Yeah, the money's great, of course, but for you, it's all about the freedom. And I don't know if you yes. want to talk more about like this newfound kind of like mindset freedom and everything that you have and your your story with that. Yes, of course. So I'm originally from New York. I was from upstate New York, 
And then I moved into the city yep. and yep, upstate New York. <laughs> I think represent. <laughs> represent. I think when you move to the city and you have that dream of what it could be and the yeah. money that you're going to make and, you know, the friends that you could make it all, yeah. at, at least for me, it all really like came crumbling. And I was like, this ain't it. And I, yeah. I, I was just miserable. Like you wake up in the yeah. morning, it's dark. You come out of work, it's dark. And you just feel like, like the life was literally being sucked out of me yes. and at such I was you know it, I think I moved there and I was 20 23 24 and yeah. I was like is this how it's going to be forever because I'm faking a smile and I'm faking all these friendships and I'm faking that you know everything's all grand in my you know box of a Brooklyn apartment and I yeah. was so sad and I think uh, you know everybody numbs in New York I like to say because you yeah. <laughs> aren't happy yeah. Yeah. You are not happy and whether it's, no. you know, alcohol or, you know, whatever, whatever your, your thing is, partying too much, it, it never yeah. fulfills you like knowing yourself and being very mindful and aware of what is happening to you. And I, it, it took the pandemic, which I'm sure for a lot of people it did. It took the pandemic. Mm -hmm. It took me to move from New York to North Carolina to kind of just like, ah, like, okay, now that we could breathe again, what's next? Yeah. Like now that we could breathe again, like how am I going to make sure that I, one, never get back to that place again, but two, am being strategic in all of this free time. And for me, I ended my teaching job in July. I was thankfully able to collect at least like two months of unemployment, I think, and, you know, have that plan of what is next. And I did think about mm -hmm. going back into teaching because I did just get my master's in special education and it was an option and jobs were needed. Yeah. And I was just like, no, I would rather take back my time and take back what I think I need to do for myself because everybody mm -hmm. always says, you know, you know, do what your parents say and, you know, have, have a job, have a, yeah. have a nine to five, like make sure that you get, get that ball rolling on your retirement plan and all this other stuff. And I mm -hmm. just, it just didn't feel right. It felt awful. Yeah. And I think for the first time ever, I'm able to say, you know, I'm doing things for me and I'm able to see the it. people who, you know, can be in my circle and see the people who, you know, mm -hmm. that I could help and have this free yeah. time to spend time with my family, to go outside in the middle of the day mm -hmm. and not like, you know, I used to be one of those people who would just stare out the window and be like, wow, it's such a nice, you know, day outside. I wish I could go outside. <laughs> and now I'm able to just like, I'm going outside. Like, I'm going to go just take a walk. I'm going to go like have a, I'm going to do a lap around my block. Like, yeah. And just have that freedom. Yeah. I mean, Gosh, I like, I ponder this stuff all the time because I'm like, how did we get to a place in society where we think it's normal that our jobs keep us locked in a building? <laughs> I'm like, when did we, you know, like, like, when did we come to accept this? And I feel like millennials, especially, you know, we have, we had it tough because I feel like we inherited more debt than any generation before us. So I, I know that's why other millennials think they ought to be locked inside that building. And, and it, it makes me angry every day that people think that like they have to do that. And that's why I love that. I love that you have broken out and you have your own story to go on and share, you know, because it's like I share mine, but mine's only mine. Like, I'm so glad you guys are now out there sharing yours, too, because we I need help here to, like, tell these people, guys, there's options. There's there's life outside of those walls. Like There really is. Uh, and I was just so thankful because I said to myself, and I went in it, I went into it, like obviously knowing that, you know, 
you you make yeah. great money. I know Stephanie, who you had on, on, on the show previously, makes great money yeah. to me. And yes, it was a goal, but I said, if I could just make even half of what I made as a teacher, which, you know, wasn't great sure. to begin with, I was like, I'll be so yeah. much happier. And then I'll be able to see that. And now I'm like, wow, yeah. I'm making more than I made teaching. And I, to be yeah. able to say that was, it was like, pew, like it is possible. Amazing. And this is only my first year. So I know next year I'll be, I'll be, you know, I'll know oh, more, man. I'll do more and it'll just make so much more sense. But for me to be able to do that in just one year, I, and, and, but unfortunately to like still have, you know, my teacher friends and my DMs being like, oh my goodness, like this place sucks. Like, I can't believe that, you know, you're so lucky that you yeah. left. I'm just like, you could leave. Everybody, everybody could leave. <laughs> like you could leave a place where you're not happy and, and you could try. And, you know, I, yes, I'm, I'm a writer. So I, I know that that's like just a different skill, but there's so many options for people. And I think that, and so that's what's me. so great about what you're doing is just showing people that you don't. Yeah. You don't have to. You could take maybe your third best skill and just make something out of it. It doesn't even have to be your number one skill. Yeah. And always, not like irks me, but when people will say to me, oh, you're so lucky. And I'm like, luck doesn't exist. It doesn't exist. There's opportunities and there's God and they come together and present themselves to you. And either you can take them or you cannot. And luckily, God will keep bringing things your legs. He... We don't have to get in. We don't have to make this a sermon, but you know what you know what I'm going to say with that. And you know, and you took the opportunity. And and would you say to anyone listening, you know, was it scary when you when you first like got on Fiverr? Were you did you ever have the imposter syndrome, or did you almost feel like this is my divine purpose? I got this. I didn't feel either of those actually. I feel okay. like I said to myself, looking back at where I just was. I can't go back there. <laughs> and I no, genuinely moved my whole position. Like I, I moved states. I quit my job. And I kind of just said to myself, well, I can't go back there. And I don't know no. where else I want to go. So I'm just going to move forward. I'm going to move forward intentionally. Yeah. And I'm going to move forward in a way that makes me happy every day. And mm -hmm. no, do I wake up happy You know, to write every single day? No, there's many things that I'm sure. like... I don't want to write about this today, but it, I'm able to say to myself, this is so much better than yeah. being in a position where you're not appreciated, where you wake up and it's dark, you go to bed and it's dark and you just feel oh. so empty. And I think that's genuinely mm -hmm. how I felt every day. And I, I had, I bought the hundred dollar sun alarm clock and that didn't do anything either. So I feel like there was just oh my so, God, what is that? it's like, it's like this like sun alarm clock. It's huge. I have it in my bedroom still, but I bought it cause I was in New York. I was a teacher. I would be at work by six fifteen every morning. So I would have to find some sort of light. And even then I was like, I'm miserable. Like I can't do this anymore. Oh my God. Yes. So I'm like, I, I tried. I'm and I left New York, thankfully, like in my heart of hearts being like, you know what? I tried the New York thing. And for some yeah. people, it's great. And I, I always say for people who ever want to move to New York to go ahead and do it because I do believe it, it's an experience mm -hmm. and it makes you tougher and it makes you see what oh, you yeah. want to see. And it makes you do things that you've never thought about doing. But you have to know when it's time to leave because it will take take yeah. from you. Take from you every month, every day, That's every year. <laughs> Oh, that is exactly what I thought about the city because it, it made me in a way, right? Like, because that's where my whole story began. Because my job in New York City was so effing terrible and scarring, that's why I humbled myself to get on Fiverr. And I, and I thank God every day for that because I don't think I'd be here without New York beating it into me. 
<laughs> I completely agree. So I, I wasn't afraid. And I wasn't, I didn't say to myself, you know, oh, this is like, this is my chance because am I going to, you know, be on Fiverr forever? No, I would like to move on to other things, probably, yeah. probably write a book or maybe, maybe one day I will go back into teaching the way that things are going and start my own school one day. But I think Ooh, in I general, that. right? <laughs> like the, the way that the education system is uh, compared to New York and North Carolina is quite different. So that's always okay, an option. I bet. Yeah. So I, you know, there's so many possibilities, yeah. but at least I know that yeah. there is no one path. And I think that is yeah. the biggest thing that I could take from this is that you don't always have to have this narrow minded spirit about it because yeah. Thing, yeah. things could happen. I, it, and I always said to myself, I'm like, it genuinely was God putting me on TikTok, not me personally, like on my face, but just like, just scrolling yeah, through yeah. to just have a laugh. Everybody was, you know, miserable at that time. And I just, I just wanted yeah. a little giggle. And I came across your TikTok and I was like, you know, Crazy. that's something I think I could do. Like, I'm not doing anything right yeah. now. Let me just try it. Made made an account. And I think two weeks I got my first client and the rest just, it just keeps um, on going. Yeah. I mean, whenever I, I hear that from people, like it makes me almost, you know, want to cry on some level. I don't really cry. But it makes, that makes me feel emotional because it's so amazing how much it can impact other people if you just run your race. So it's like, in a million years, could I ever have thought that by me getting on Fiverr to make my rent seven years ago, that today in 2021, it would be helping people like find happiness? I'd be like, that makes no sense. And it's so funny what happens when you run your own race, when you do what you feel you need to do, then suddenly it impacts everyone else around you because exactly. you're doing your That to me is always like my biggest lesson. Because I think everybody has a an issue comparing themselves to people. And I think sure. when you when you go into this, you're kind of saying to yourself, well, you know, if Alex makes this much and Stephanie makes this much and Amber makes this much, you kind of yeah. don't realize like you are just in your own, you're just in your own wave. Totally. You're just in your own path totally. and you're, everything's going to go up and down and all around. And at the end of yeah. the day, it's your journey. And that to yeah. me just makes it so much more fun and just so much more interesting. Cause I could say to myself, you know, maybe, maybe in two months, maybe, maybe I'll move to another state or another country or maybe I'll just figure it out. Yeah. But at least I have that option just from this one opportunity that has just expanded into, into the point where yeah. I have people in my DMs being like, Hey, like, so what, like, what is it that, that you do? Cause I didn't know what copywriting was when I first started oh, out and I was just like, Oh, I could just give it a try and just see what happens. And I did, yeah. re I did resume writing for like two months. I decided that yeah. that wasn't really fun for me. So I just decided to do something else. And now I write a lot of skincare and beauty stuff and things that, you know, like from Fenty lip glosses and just everything yeah. around. And it's so fun. Yeah. How are the people in your life with this big change? You know, like you, you got the degree, you were the teacher, the stable stuff, you know, is your fam. And friends, is, is everyone down with this for you? Everybody was scared. And for okay. some reason, I just, I just wasn't. I was kind of like, it'll be fine. Like, I have a savings, you know. If, if, if something doesn't blow yeah. over, like, I could always land back into teaching and figure it out. Because, you know, yeah. New York is still much different than North Carolina. So I said, you know, if I, I have yeah. something to fall back on. But I think it took my dad probably like a good six months to kind of he would like always check in and be like so that writing thing how's it going insurance what, what about that always the dads and I was just like yeah. I was like I'm fine I'm you know bipping and bopping like yeah. I'm doing it don't worry yeah I'm like I'm like don't worry like it I yeah. I could eat a sandwich like it, I will always be fine like I will never yeah. you know put myself in that bad of a position but I think 
it took him like a good six months to kind of be like, you know, I'm really proud that, that you're, you know, that you stopped doing what made you so unhappy. And I think that to me was kind of like, and you know, that baby booming. Yeah. The baby boomer generation, they don't really get that. Like, Oh, you, you genuinely, you stopped what you were doing because it was making you unhappy. You had like maybe like a 15 minute break to think about it. And then you started something that absolutely made no sense to you, but then you made it work. Yeah. (laughs) Their minds are like, they just really are. We're just like, so you were this, but now you're that and it's working out and you're making more than what you did there. And and you didn't need a degree this whole time. (laughs) So I think to me, it was like, okay. And I think that's where I'm like so excited for a Gen Z and Generation Alpha. I think it's going to be called like to have. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. I I think so. Like like the people born in like 2015 or 16. So like all those new generations where it's, where now we're able to, at least for myself, when I'm a mother, I'm going to happily say to my children, you don't have to go to college if you feel like you could do something else and if you want to go to college you need to know what exactly you want to do before you go into it and I just went because everybody went and it just and I got my master's because everybody's getting their master's and now I'm like I didn't need a single bit of it but everything's an experience and everything you know brings me to where I am now but it's just so cool scary but cool to be part Mm -hmm. of this like huge generation of like we are changing so fast and so much yeah in such great ways and I know that there you know there'll be hiccups and everybody will you know freak out once a week like we usually do but it, <laughs> it, it, it makes sense and I think it's like really really a great transition for everybody to kind of like I mean see. it's an amazing one it is no and I think everyone who's part of this should be proud of themselves because I think it's doing two good things right it's showing so many people the options that they never knew they had in the first place. So they don't have to be miserable. And I think it's putting a ton of pressure on these corporate CEO people to have to make concessions that should have been made 30 years ago, because if they don't, they're going to lose their people. And I, you know, you probably see, I post about the great resignation all the times. I think it's just great. Like I'm, I'm so happy to be part of this. I'm so proud of everyone else who is part of this. And I think I, yeah, I think it's amazing. I, I love like Gen Z I see is already so much more embracing of it. I know a lot of Gen Zers who avoided the college debt. So it was really just millennials that got screwed, I think. It in really the is. Here. I mean, granted, <laughs> I love my 90s music. I love the the grudge era and all of yeah. it. But I'm like, like a couple of years later, like I really could have just been out of debt. Not that I have that much to begin with, thankfully, but yeah, I, there's yeah. so many people who get stuck in these jobs or stuck in these careers, these whole careers of like, I became an engineer because, you know, my dad told me to be an engineer. My mom, you know, told me to be a doctor or something. And now you're, you feel so stuck because that's, I don't even know, like eight years of school. And then to Mm -hmm. get that job and to, you know, you have to bank for that promotion. Then you want to start a family and how you're going to start. It's so scary, especially when we do hit our fifties and sixties and have to kind of say to ourselves, are we happy? And yeah. for so many people, you know, one, they're not going to be, they're not going to want to feel that vulnerability of kind of say to say to themselves, wow, I really didn't do what I wanted to do. And yeah. that's really, really the sad part for me, I think, because so it's just like, it doesn't have to be that way. And we, we genuinely no. only have one life. So if you feel like you want to leave something that is making you so unhappy 
F what everybody else thinks. And sorry, sorry, totally. sorry to mom and dad. And maybe, maybe you yeah. just won't talk to them for Christmas. Mm, maybe, you'll, <laughs> maybe you'll go on vacation for Christmas instead of going oh, to man. mom and dad's house. But you have to yeah. take that stand and kind of say to yourself, I'm going to try something. Yeah. And if it doesn't work, you can, you know, everybody could say until they're blue in the face that I told you so, but at least you feel some peace that you could yeah. go back into whatever you were doing. You know, I think, I think that was one of the good things that came from COVID, which no one ever wants to talk about. Yeah. Obviously bad things came and are still coming, but I think it woke a lot of people up to how fleeting our time is down here. More people than ever, they're living in vans, they're flying to Thailand, they're quitting their job because it comes and it goes down here quick. And a lot of people leave earlier than I think they thought they were going to leave it. And it's as simple as that. Like, you know, why waste your life? And I think that's a scary thing, though, for some people to come face to face with, because then they have to almost come face to face with their own like mortality in a way. And then I think it brings up discussions of God, which some people don't want to have. And like, you know, it starts the whole thing. <laughs> but, you know, for people listening to this, what is what is your opinion on do you think everyone should try freelancing? Because I, I get this a lot of my videos when I post about it. And they're like, well, some people are better in offices or, or some people can't do that. And I'm like, guys, I think you can tell me if you disagree. I think there's a huge difference between being an entrepreneur and starting your own freaking business from scratch and freelancing. I think they're very different in a way. I completely agree. I do think yeah. that they're very different. And I do think everybody has and I think you mentioned this either in, in in a TikTok or maybe a post that once upon a time everybody had yeah. something that they were good at and something that they really mm-hmm. liked whether they were six years old or maybe 16 they had something inside of them that had a creative creative you know tongue yeah, yeah. in a sense and yeah. they were not able to hone in on that and use it and I think it, it does take some time and for me it took a lot of therapy, a lot of just wholeheartedness to kind of say to myself, you know mm-hmm. what, you used to write a lot. And whether I, you know, wrote letters to my parents or whether I wrote in my journals, which I still have, you were writing at one point or another. So I think that yeah. you should hone in, hone into that and see how it goes. And yeah. I didn't say to myself, oh, I'm going to make, you know, ambermeadows.co and I'm going to make a huge business out of it. I'm going to have my own writers and my own this. Cause that was a little overwhelming for me and it still kind of is. So freelancing just turned into something that I could have small steps in and Mm -hmm. small steps become bigger. And for some people who, you know, maybe they're not a writer and maybe they're just really, they find that they're really great at giving advice. And when people take their advice, they, they go places. And now Mm -hmm. they say to themselves, you know what, I could actually help other people and I could become a life coach or I could help other people and I could, uh, and I could just you know, make phone calls to people and I could just yeah. char- charge them for like an hour and just see how it goes. But honing in on those creative skills and just those, it's just gifts. You know, we yeah. all, everybody has them. Everybody is able to, to massage them in some form, whether you're still at your corporate job or not, or even from like people on Etsy who just sell, you know, their socks and their and their tchotchkes <laughs> and it's just so adorable and they're so happy and they just and they're just making something out of it and yeah. it's not it doesn't have to be so grandiose like it, mm-hmm. it it genuinely doesn't it doesn't even have to be like a huge second thought with freelancing where i know people like think of the entrepreneur and the girl bosses out there and it's great but it can be really daunting and it can be something that you may not be ready for and yeah. i think for me 
it was something that, okay, if I could freelance, then maybe the next year I could do this and the next year I could do that. And that to me is just so great to even just have the freedom to say that. Like nobody is making you, you know, Mm -hmm. submit a report to yourself and say, you know, you you know, there is no, you know, self-evaluation, you know, or Mm -hmm. yearly evaluation. Nobody's giving you, well, my clients are giving me ratings, but nobody in in a grand sense is rating you and you could just try it and do it. And I think everybody should at some point or or another find something that they're Mm -hmm. good at and that they love and hone into those skills and see where it leads whether it's yeah. something so small or something that you just wanted to try and mm-hmm. if you suck at it then maybe maybe move on or maybe take right. a class and get better at it if you really love it but it's so important to just try and i yeah. think if i didn't try i wouldn't be here and if you didn't try you wouldn't be here and it's just that little step and yeah. thankfully you know you were able to gather up a gaggle girls and just like, you know, create our little like co-working. <laughs> our like little group on Instagram. Our little group yeah. group chat. And that to me, it just makes it even more fun because we're all so different. Like yeah. even like for me to Shannon, to Stephanie, like we just all do so many different things. Love Shannon. Love I love Steph. Shannon. Yeah. I love them. I and this just so, and it just makes it for me, I don't have to have that comparison factor. Everybody's in their own wave. Whether you are living in a van and you're just like going to uh, Arizona or just doing your thing or you are, you know, settled down or for, you know, people who who are having kids and they just want to say to themselves, I want the freedom to be with my kids and to, you know, maybe you want to homeschool your your child. You're able to do that. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) And you're able to do that and say to yourself, wow, I'm so blessed to just have the opportunity to do this and still, you know contribute to my to my household income and that's something that my grandmother I would tell her and she would just be like you could do that and I'm just like yeah I'm like it's so cool she was she was like wow yeah and she was just like wow like if I was able to you know do that like that would have been so much easier for me yeah and I'm like wow like it's beautiful how far we've come and I just hope that we just continue down this route because I can't see it going any other way and no. if for some reason it does, I will just make a fit because not, there is not know. one single thing that is going to put me back in a no. cubicle or you're not going to lock me down again. It's, it's just not happening. No. <laughs> you know, it's funny because I don't think it would ever revert because so long as there's Google and Facebook, this will exist. And I don't see either of them going anywhere anytime soon or bowing anyone for anything whether it be good or bad, because they're not the, you know, not the best people in the world running them. But I don't think it's going anywhere. I love what you said, that it's freelancing is almost like a gateway to dabbling in entrepreneurial things, building confidence, getting experience. So then you can go ahead and I saw you have your own website now. Amazing. Like, you know, I, I feel like starting out freelancing and saying to someone, you need a logo, you need a website, you need a brand, you need your rate card. And they'd be like, I can't do this. This is too much. And I'm like, guys, just go on Fiverr first and just go slow. And just, just go, go slow. slow. And just, just yeah. go slow. Because I, too, I wanted to make sure that I was still focusing on myself. I was like, I can't. No. I already lost myself. I can't lose myself and try another thing at the same time. That's not going to work. So I, I yeah. genuinely said, I'm like, Amber, if you do do this and you are able to do this full time, you have to prioritize your yeah. mental health. Like, you have to prioritize your wellness. You have to make sure that you're able to do this and not go crazy because the last time you had a full-time job, 
you went crazy. And granted, you know, that was, that was a contract and everything was just how it was. And New York city is just a really hard place to find yourself, unfortunately. So it, it became so much easier to just say to myself, you know what, I'm going to start with two orders today. And then one day I'm going to do four orders in a row. And maybe, maybe the next week I'll do 60 orders a month, or maybe I'll do 80 orders a month. And to Mm -hmm. me, I never try to compare my journey to anybody else's because I, I, you, you always have to say to yourself, everybody has something going on or everybody has something going on. So I can't say, you know, oh yeah, this year I'm going to make six figures and that's what's going to happen because I saw so-and-so do it. We never know what's happening in another person's life. And I think it, to me, I always have to keep that in mind. And although, yes, it will be so great when, once I hit that six-figure mark like every mm-hmm. single year, but I'm close. And that makes me happy to say to myself, I'm at least That's making so, so much more than I was a month teaching than, yeah. than, than ever before. And I'm still able to focus on me and I'm able to eat healthier and I'm able to buy, you know, mm. afford a standing desk that goes. That's a huge one. That's a huge one. Oh, the healthiness. Yes. Yes. So I think it just, it makes it 10 times better. And I'm able to afford the things that I need to just Mm -hmm. bring, bring that health up. And if that means buying a $300 standing desk, I'm gonna buy the $300 standing desk and I want it. And I like it to be really big so that all my markers can be laid out and all my planners that, you know, are halfway used. I, I, I like all that. That all makes me happy and it's my money and I'm able to do it. And I have the freedom to have everything that I need to make myself yeah. happy. And I feel like the more people kind of say to themselves, okay, yes, I have all this money, but I'm miserable. Or, you know, I'm, yeah. I'm miserable and I don't have <laughs> enough money to even, you know, think about the next step or the next chapter in my life. But it's never too late to at least make an attempt or at least write it down. You know, and that, that's another thing that I did. I took sticky notes and I just wrote it I wrote all these things down on the back of my closet door and it was like, yeah. I'm going to make more than I did teaching. I'm going to, you know, try to have X amount of orders and it just kept going. And after like, I just randomly like, opened my closet door and I was like, that's nice. <laughs> You're like, yes, you are Amber. <laughs> I was like, that's nice. I did that. I did all of that. And now I could just plan for the next year and it, and it won't be so overwhelming because I could say to myself, well, yeah. I did it before I could do it again. And if I didn't do it this month, there's always a next month. And thankfully, Fiverr has been really, really great. I mean, thankfully, you know, every every order that I've had like a mishap with, they've been really, really helpful. And Good. I have I have nothing bad to say. I just want them to always remember that they have people, they have writers, they have great writers, they have great, you know, graphic designers that are there for mm-hmm. a reason and to just keep being smooth. <laughs> yeah. I'm convinced every writer on the planet has sticky notes, journals, diaries, and post posted flashcards. And cats. <laughs> and a cat. Oh my God. What is it about? I mean, I literally have a cat in my earring right now. Like a cat. So many writers, and I'm just like, my cat my cat unfortunately that? passed away a couple of years ago, and I have yet to find another, but he was a Siamese Aww. cat. And I was just like, you know what's funny? Like every writer I know has a cat. It's something, totally. I think it's just like our, like <laughs> I know. the feline-ness of mm-hmm. writing and the, the way that our brains move. I love it. It must be like in the feminine or something, or I don't know. Cause I don't, 
if I'm ever like at the table, like if when I was doing homework or writing or whatever, my cat always wants to be like whenever there's crafts going on, they always kind of just like want to be sitting right there with you while you're doing it. I feel like they they're just like they're part of the experience. They truly they are. are. They're like, you know what? I see that you're writing about something cool and I just want to like nuzzle up and just and just re- read about it for a minute. Thank and they so just much. like they're oh just the greatest, the greatest. So uh-huh. I feel like when you have all those things and you just have the mindset to move forward, everything just flows. Yeah. And you're able to just breathe a lot yeah. better. And you don't have those like wretched anxiety things because I have no boss over no. my shoulder anymore. Like, and that to me was honestly one of the hardest things to do when I did start freelancing was to remind myself that there's nobody to tell me what to do. And unfortunately yeah. it was like this bizarre thing. Cause my sister, like I would tell her like, Oh, I have to work late tonight. And she goes, why? And I'm like, well, because, because <laughs> and then she was like, you don't have anybody to yeah. answer to. And so I was like, you're right. It's like Stockholm syndrome. Yeah. I was like, this is creepy yeah. that I feel like I have such like a hard deadline and like that things need to be done a certain way. And I think I'm yeah. finally coming out of that and being like, you know, that could wait until tomorrow. Like my mind's not in it. My heart's not in it. It's going to wait. And I don't have to totally. explain it to anybody. And that's just the greatest feeling ever. And I'm so thankful. This is like, I thoroughly enjoy You're It's so amazing. I can tell you're so just like, confident happy in your life and uh, nothing makes me happier than to see that for other people so i'm so happy for you like this is just oh this is amazing for people listening what what would be like a couple tips let's say let's say someone's listening to this they're at a teaching job no they can be any job they don't get to see the outdoors they're super unhappy they they feel like life won what would be like your tips to them just approaching fiverr and how to kind of you know pick themselves back up i think i would say to them the people around you are going to be okay, especially for a teacher. It was, it was really hard for me to kind of say, you know what, I'm going to leave my kids. I'm going to leave the, that, that teaching heart right. because I, you know, I had that teaching heart and I right. do miss my kids all the time. And every time I am, I have, I have my niece and she will talk to me about school and I'll miss it so much, but I always have to remember everybody, life moves on. They go to a next grade. You have to as well yeah. move on. And say to yourself that there is more than your classroom doors or your corporate doors mm-hmm. or your office doors. And just have the best intention for this next chapter. Whether it's, you know, you want to go outside more. You want to say to yourself, you know what, every day I'm going to go outside for at least 10 minutes. And, you know, up that every day or every week or how, mm-hmm. however you want to do it. Yep. And just have the greatest intention for yourself because mm-hmm. you genuinely deserve it. And I. I think when you're coming out of such a dark place, you kind of say, well, maybe it won't work out or maybe I will yeah. hit even further than, than, you know, rock bottom. And that's for sure where I kind of saw myself as I was like, you know what, I'm, I'm miserable now. Can I even picture myself more miserable than, than I am now? No, I want to picture myself happier. So I mm-hmm. set really, really clear intentions for what I wanted Fiverr to be for, for yeah. myself. And that, that, that to me was just accepting tips and asking for help. And I remember I, you, you would answer every question that I left on your TikTok. And then thankfully we had that 45. Oh, yes. Oh. oh, I was like in there. I was, like, oh but, I was like, but what if this happens? But what if that happens? And you would answer. Oh my and God. I think, I think it was like, I woke up one morning, you answered me and I was like, oh, she answered me. I was like, okay, great. So I just felt like oh, <laughs> I asked for help. I'm so happy. I did. I'm so, I'm so happy. And then we had that 
really great conversation. I think it was like in November of last year. And it was like that quick 45 minute yeah. conversation. And I just asking for help made me feel like, okay, if this real person, because, you know, to, to I know to so many people, they'll, they'll look at somebody on Instagram or TikTok and be like, oh my goodness, like they're just so like unaccessible. And, you know, to just know like, Alex is a real person. She's so great. She, you know, she's fine. And I'm aware. You're, yes. You're like, you're there. We're both from New York. And that just helped me out too. Cause I was like, we, 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 we get each other. We understand like how, yes. how lonely it could be in such a big, huge yeah. city. So just asking for your help and not being afraid. Like I was, it was a very vulnerable situation to be in, to start something sure. so new in a pandemic where everybody, but you know what? That's the other thing too. Everybody was going through something. And I think mm-hmm. knowing that everybody, everybody was a little out of place, it kind of made me feel better going into something so brand new. And for mm-hmm. everybody listening, people are still very lost and people are still figuring stuff out. And you're never going to be sure. a- alone in trying something new. Everybody's trying something new every single day, whether, it's, whether it's you're driving you know, a new route to work try something new, keep yeah. trying something new until something makes you really happy. And then don't worry about the routines. Don't worry about, you know, having this foolproof TikTok proof plan where you wake up in the morning and, you know, you make your bed and everything's so grand. No, it is okay that you are a hot mess for mm-hmm. two months and you're just figuring it yeah. out. It's fun. Absolutely. Being, being a hot mess could be fun sometimes too. It's just knowing what works and we're knowing what doesn't work. So it was... It was a huge blessing in disguise and I'm still learning every day and I'm just grateful to at least be at this one year mark and say to myself, I did it and it was okay. Yeah. I made it alive. Every, every limb is on and you know, I haven't, I haven't messed up. That's a little not <laughs> and everything was, yeah. and everything was okay. And I think that was, yeah. it was scary, but it, it has been worth it a thousand times. That's a perfect ending. I don't even have anything to add to that. That's it. That's the meaning of all of this perfectly summed up. And guys, if you're either watching this or listening to this, I'm sure you can hear the just genuine joy that is coming out of this woman. So I'm sure you can just tell like this is this is all the truth right now. For everyone listening, where can they find you on the internet and do business with you? So I am on Instagram at ambermeadows.co. I have my website, ambermeadows.co. And on Fiverr, it is just ambermeadows. I kind of just left everything to my name so that everybody just knows. (laughs) I love your last name, by the way, Meadows. I I just like, I don't know, it sounds like a like a poet name to me or something. One day, one day. Yeah, I'm going to I'm going to have to start dabbling. I will. I, I love that. It's like kind of regal almost. I always, I like your name. It's like, there's something about it. It's like an author name. Thank you so much. <laughs> All right, Amber. Thank you so much for coming on. Thank you so much for Keep having doing me, Alex. New, don't ever change. Go out there and inspire everyone now. Yes, will do. Will do. Thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs>